Hey everyone, welcome to episode 219 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are actually in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, we are recording on the road. And so we decided to just grab a couple beers from the um lobby lobby yeah <laughs> yeah they had they had voodoo ranger ipas yeah so i love those yeah so oh, yeah. so good good choice yes yeah so uh this week again we're going with the halloween theme and we are going to be talking about um psycho exes or um your ex what? needs an exorcism yeah. <laughs> yeah is this the last halloween? it is yeah why are we not doing one more I don't know. Because isn't the 31st on a Tuesday? Oh, it is. Dang it. Well, you got to come up with one more. Okay. 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 Whatever. Okay. So, yeah. We're going to be talking about um, your ex needs an exorcist. Uh, So, uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's a pretty fun topic. But before we get get started, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yeah. This one, I, I think it's similar to one that we did before, but it ties in really well. Um, to this one, it you know, I don't know, I don't believe this moron's the creator of it, but he's on Instagram as at Mel's Chris, and he says, "Hold on, I gotta get it." He said, oh "My gosh, it's like taking forever to start over." I don't know who needs to hear this, but if she doesn't go just a little bit psycho on you from time to time, then she probably don't even really love you. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so dumb. Yeah, that's perfect perfect for this episode right yeah absolutely yeah i mean it's it's i mean i know we're not he's he's referring to not an ex i know that's what makes him psychotic (laughs) yeah i know is that people actually truly believe that that there's some kind of i don't know positive spin yeah or reward on finding a partner that's a crazy bitch. Uh-huh. And that's not... I mean, you are you are a weak man if that's the kind of woman you end up with. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That, that says a lot about you as a man if you think that that's an actually true statement. I know. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. if you're a woman who thinks that's true, then you are that psychotic bitch that doesn't deserve a good man anyway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're probably somebody's crazy ex-psycho that needs an exorcism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, anyway, like I said, we're going to be talking about um, psycho exes. And, and really, like, I don't know, because we were trying to think, like, we personally don't really have like our own psycho ex stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a ton of psycho ex stories out there and all of that, but like, I don't know. It's, I don't feel, I don't, I'm not like, oh, let's talk about someone else's story, yeah. you know, about a psycho ex. Um, but we, um, we kind of wanted to, like, I guess, define. Mm-hmm. What is a psycho ex? Yeah, I, I think that you know there, like like you said, there's a bunch of stories out there. Even even looking at research and, and looking at people sharing stories, um, I don't know why it's it's such a common theme nowadays. But people don't seem to understand what terminology actually means, mm-hmm. and so you see this a lot. So one of the things you know, our definition of a psycho ex and what should be the definition of a psycho ex is an ex 
who you have broken up with and is now psychotic because of the breakup. You probably saw some warning signs. That's why you dumped them in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is that psychotic behavior. It's that revenge behavior. It's that I'm going to destroy your career. I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to, you know, berate you and blast you continually on social media. I'm going to, you know, do these things almost in a public display of how psychotic they can be. Mm -hmm. And what we saw when we were looking at a bunch of stories was half of them weren't psychotic behaviors. I know. I didn't think so. It wasn't they they would share stuff. I'm trying to like even think of a of a good example of that, but there was a lot of them that I was like, well, that's that's not really psychotic. Yeah, that's just they're just a bitch. Like some guy was telling a story of, of he goes, I got a story about my psychotic ex. When I found out that I was sterile, she made fun of me all the time, and every time we'd see a man, whether it was a homeless man or or you know a waiter, she'd be like, I bet they have sperm. Yeah, and so I dumped her. That's just, that's well, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, she's just a bitch. Yeah. She's, that's not psychotic. No. And so a lot of times men or women will just display behavior that they don't like mm-hmm. as psychotic. psychotic. And it doesn't mean they're psychotic. We, we mean that there is, they're not a mentally unstable person, but they're acting mentally unstable. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and so that's kind of really, you know, where, where we we want to just clarify. Because uh-huh. yeah. people be like, oh, let me tell you about my psycho ex. You wouldn't believe that she cheated on me 15 times. That's not okay. psycho. <laughs> she's unfaithful and doesn't know how to be loyal, and uh-huh. she's a hoe, but not necessarily psychotic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, the only story I have from a psychotic ex um, was this girl I dated who saw me in the, in a vehicle with another girl, came over. Uh, I couldn't lock. I didn't. It wouldn't like automatic locks on all the doors. Oh yeah. So she gets in the back seat of my car while I'm in the car with another girl, and she refuses to get out. And we were broken up. Mm-hmm. There was no doubt we had broken up. We hadn't talked in a couple of weeks. She happened to see me. Now it doesn't help. The girl I was with was her friend. Oh. Probably her. I think her best friend. Oh shit. So there was factors to it, but she climbs in my car, won't get out. I'm telling her to get out. She won't get out. She's finally like, you know, the other girl's like crying in the car because she's scared. And I'm telling her, I'm like, get out of my car. Get out of my fucking car right now. And and she's like, I won't get out until you tell me you still love me. I said, okay, I still love you. Get the fuck out of my car. (laughs) And I finally talk her out of the car. And then as I'm driving away, she runs after my car and chases me onto the main road on foot. Like I'm looking, it's a busy street. And I look in my rear mirror, and she's hoofing it down the road, chasing me. <laughs> hoofing it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my most yeah, psychotic ex experience. Uh-huh. Um, and it ended there. Uh-huh. It wasn't... I would imagine it's everything's probably, probably magnified now or exacerbated because of social media. I know. I think you're right. And, and I think that, like, I don't know. I see a lot of people talking about psycho exes on social media and even even with those i don't really know like which ones are actually psycho Mm -hmm. and which ones aren't i know i'm sure there probably is some that are but that's why it's tough to share somebody else's story it is Uh uh-huh yeah for sure because you don't really know everything either and also you don't know like why they're going psycho yeah you know 
it could be the person that is saying that they're psycho. It could be their fault. Now, I will say this, mm -hmm. and I'm probably going to piss people off when I say this. In today's world, mm -hmm. the people I see complaining about the psycho ex, mm -hmm. they have potential to be the psycho ex as well. Oh, yeah. I've never seen someone that was like, that I was shocked at the behavior. Mm -hmm. uh, because I've never seen someone that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're such a, a nice, kind, loving, giving, agreeable individual. I can't believe you're going through this. It's almost kind of half of, yeah, you kind of fucking deserve this because you're a little psycho yourself. <laughs> yeah. And this is what you get for not having any any skill set at all in picking a good partner. Mm -hmm. And you typically find that people that go through this, go through this a lot yeah. because they suck so bad at finding a good partner mm -hmm. that they just keep they're fishing at the bottom of the barrel all the time well they're because they're not a good partner no, themselves yeah and yeah. so good people rarely end up with people like that yeah i know i mean i guess like if if someone were to tell you that i was their psycho ex like you know that would that would be probably hard to believe mm -hmm. but I don't know, but yeah, for the most part, I I think I have a hundred percent agree. Do you think someone out there would say you're the psycho ex? I don't think so. I never did anything yeah. that was, I, I and I think that generalistically, I, I no, I, we talked about this already. I, I was going to say generalistically, I don't think it's, I don't think it's really men, but we already kind of talked about it off air that both men and women do this. They just yeah. kind of do it in different ways, and their motives. And what their end result is tends to be different. Mm -hmm. Most men tend to act out psychotically based on the uh, the desire to get back with the partner. Mm -hmm. So they do things like, you know, they they stalk them, but in a way of I'm still here and I still love you. <laughs> Not I'm stalking you because I'm waiting for you to be alone because I'm going to stab you. Yeah. Now, do they do that sometimes? Does it happen? I'm yes, sure. I'm sure it yeah. has. But most of the men's motives when they become psychotic are they want to retain the relationship. Mm -hmm. A lot of women, when they become the psychotic ex, they are out to destroy the guy. Yeah, I know. And so you, you see the motives are a little bit different. Well, and I think that I think that those kind of depend on how, how the breakup goes or mm -hmm. what happens or... You know, I think that a lot of women become psycho when when there's another woman involved. Mm -hmm. And they, they're like, <clears throat> fuck that bitch, fuck him. I'm, I'm going to ruin everybody's life. And, and, and that's, that's a really good observation because I think most men feel defeated. Mm -hmm. when, when a woman leaves a man for, and I'm not saying all, I know that we most a lot of women out there had a guy that is like, if I find out who you're dating, I'm going to kick their ass, which mm -hmm. they're all just talking shit. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, men, when they know that their woman left them for another man, they ultimately feel defeated mm -hmm. and they just kind of curl up and go about their way. Go about they, their way or if they if they want to try... I think that some guys think that they could get past it uh -huh. and and they're like well, but they kind of like they still put their their tail between their legs. Yeah. 
but they they i guess accept it i don't know and i don't any any dude that accepts that i think is a weak ass dude what do you mean from like if the if the woman like if they like, get back together yeah oh uh, okay yeah i'm not talking about that or not get back together but if he's like he's crawling back to her even oh. even though See, she and, did and that, what and that but that's what i'm i i don't think most guys do that though mm-hmm. i don't and I, I know that they i know some do that's why I, I agree some mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. but i think most guys when they know that the woman left them not that they cheated and it's not like we're not talking about a girl that cheats on a guy and says i cheated but i still love you let's stay together that's not it she says hey we're I, done. I, yeah we're done i found another dude he's dicking me down way better than you Whatever he, we have more in common. What, whatever it is, you're a loser. He's not. Whatever it is, they tend to just feel more defeated. Mm-hmm. They put their tail between their legs and they just move, move on. on. Women tend to not go out so quietly. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they tend to want to ask a lot of questions. They tend to. Um, I don't know what their motive is, but it does switch to that. I'm gonna fucking ruin your life. I'm gonna ruin her life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ruin your family's life yeah. i'm gonna come at you on social media i'm gonna post pictures of her i'm gonna tell everybody what you did i'm gonna tell everybody what you how you treated me i'm gonna make up shit that that you didn't even do to make you look bad i'm gonna it so they they tend to be way more vengeful uh-huh. than yeah. than men do now can men do that yes obviously they oh, can yeah for sure but i think predominantly they're they're they do handle it differently across mm-hmm. the board yeah um but I think a lot of it really, you, you hit on it. I think most of the psychotic be, ex-behavior starts with the breakup. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, you may see some warning signs towards the end or along the way of the relationship, which obviously led you to want to break up anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that one of the things that we see with, especially women, mislabeling men's behavior as psychotic is they tend to look back and they say things like... Uh, well, yeah, he he flipped out when we broke up, and and I I saw this coming because he would get all mad when I when I took my girls trip to Vegas. He was so controlling when I went out on my girls' night. When when I spent you know two weekends in Miami last year, he was blowing me up the whole time. And it's like, well, okay, that's not psychotic behavior. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're acting like a fucking hoe in a relationship, and he's uh-huh. trying to hold you accountable. Yeah, that's not psychotic behavior. So women have to stop stop labeling men who have boundaries. Mm-hmm. as psychotic mm-hmm. because they're not yeah. and the women that do that are uncontrollable women that are low value that have a high body count that want to just continually act like hoes and don't want to fully commit to a relationship anyway mm-hmm. um, but him trying to set boundaries is not psychotic behavior but you'll hear a lot of women say that like, oh i know i saw this coming yeah i know well and that's where like the the narcissist mm-hmm stuff comes out and like women saying that he's a narcissist and all of this stuff and 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 i know yes there there is plenty of men that are are actual narcissists Mm -hmm. but there's also plenty of women that are narcissists as well yeah and And they're blind to it yeah they don't realize Uh and they're the first ones to call men narcissists exactly and it's it's them Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah Uh uh-huh uh but um Gosh dang, I was going to say something else though. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. So, but even with like, cause, so I guess my, my experience from a, from psych, a psycho ex or psychotic ex behavior 
wasn't really from my ex. It was from the family of my ex. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or would you consider that psycho? Kind of? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, it, uh-huh. it's definitely vengeful. Vengeful, yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe not necessarily, not completely psycho. Yeah. I mean, all in psycho. But, is, but again, okay. it was women. There, yeah. the, there were women that were like, well, you, I want, I don't want her to, to be happy. You yeah. know, your your ex did the tell between the legs. Uh-huh. Yeah, just kind of went away. Uh huh. Um, his family didn't want to go so peacefully. Right. Exactly. And I think they probably, from their perspective, probably felt the need that, well, here's this tell between their legs you know, relative of mine who is hurt, I'm going to stand up for him. And right. that's, if, and that's one of the things that you see women do uh-huh. a lot. Exactly. Is yeah. the, and I've dealt with that where, a, you know, a psycho woman feels uh-huh. the need to insert herself to defend other people that aren't trying to defend themselves. Yeah. And try to, well, I'll put them in their place. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's and so that, that's, that's psychotic behavior. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And, and the women that act like that, you know that when they do go through a breakup, they are that psychotic. Oh ex. gosh, I know. Yeah. yeah. And, and every time that I've dealt with that, I've been a hundred percent correct. <laughs> they have been the psycho ex, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and so the psycho ex, you know, from our, you know, I guess to further the definition is it's that stalker behavior. It's mm-hmm. if, if you're sitting there sharing public updates on your ex and what they're doing on social media to try to make them look bad, you're a psycho. Yeah. You know, if, if you're constantly calling out shit that your ex does, I don't care how bad it is on social media. Here, here's what happens. And, and once again, and I didn't we didn't intend to do this to pick on women, but this is something you see women do mm-hmm. way more than men. Do men do it? As I said before, probably some, but mm. not at the quantity that women seem to do it. No. Women are notorious. For, they will move on. They will be remarried. They'll be divorced for 15 years and married for 20 to their next husband and still post shit about what a piece of shit their ex-husband yeah, was. I know. Um, whether it's a relationship with their kids, whether it's a purchase, whatever it is. That's psychotic behavior. Mm-hmm. That's toxic. I don't know if I'd initially psychotic, but it's toxic behavior yeah. only at a minimum. Well, You're it toxic. tells me that... You're not you, over them. Yeah, you haven't moved on yourself. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop <laughs> with that and understand that Everybody else that sees that, like, and I don't know why they even post that kind of stuff in the first place. Like, Mm -hmm. because is one, you're probably not friends with your ex if that is occurring. Two, if you're friends with people that talk to your ex still, that's another thing. Like, get rid of them too. Like, Mm -hmm. why, why are you talking to them? Why, why are you still friends with them just so they can, you know keep up with what you're doing and, and that's it it's the drama circle she, they they know when a woman posts that she knows that she has they have friends in common mm-hmm. who are going to see what she says and she's hoping they're going to go back and tell him yeah exactly and does that happen yeah most guys say i don't give a fuck yeah what's the fucking point you end up looking bad exactly it, i mean i i had i had this girl that i went to high school with who 
she didn't do anything wrong. I know her ex. He was an absolute, and probably still is, an absolute piece of shit. He was abusive. He was verbally abusive. He was physically abusive. He was a deadbeat fucking dad. He was a loser. He didn't have a job. Now, once again, she chose to breed with this moron twice. So she's as stupid as he is for mm-hmm. making that decision. Mm-hmm. However, she got her life together. She found a good partner down the road. She started kind of her new family, and she dealt with the blended family. And he, her ex, just completely severed the relationship with the kids but she was always going to social media to talk about his absence and what he was doing and what happens is a couple of things happens her her those of us looking through the window at you know you're putting it out there so now we're all able to judge your behavior Mm -hmm. we immediately think you're not over him how does your current husband feel about you not being over your ex, because if you were over it, you wouldn't be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And we all knew she was just doing it because we all had the same circle, and she was hoping that somebody would tell him what she said. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she really wanted to resolve. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to bitch about it. She wanted to make him look bad, and she wanted to drag him through the mud. And o- over time, when if you have to do this once, twice, three times, however often you do it, she ended up looking like the psychotic one. Yeah, I know. Even though what she said was true, mm-hmm. she ended up looking bad. Yeah. Um, and so this is something that, that tends to happen is when you when you play the victim, mm-hmm. when you constantly call out that you've been wronged or this other person has done something wrong, you end up, you know, kind of end up with this Karen persona that people don't take your complaints seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's when people are like, okay, what is it? it, it but, I, but I do get it. I do get when someone goes through, through something, an awful breakup, they've been cheated on, they've been stabbed in the back, they, there's been a, 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 you know, an absence of loyalty, and, and something has happened that truly hurts you. And you're like, well, how? I, I've got to at least hurt them back a little bit, mm-hmm. and what do I do? Well, I'm going to expose what they did. And I think initially... It's good gossip for everybody. Mm-hmm. People are like, holy fuck, did you see what they did to, to mm-hmm. him or her? Oh, That's know. crazy. Oh, I can't believe that. And it's a buzz for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then when you keep it up, people are like, okay, get over it, dude. Or well, girl, whatever. Just, like, just fucking drop it. The other thing is, is that like, does that really make you feel good after talking about it? After blasting them? After, you know, whatever. Like... How does that really make anything better for you? I mean, you're, I know that like, like even, even like on the office when like, Mm -hmm. when Michael gets with Pam's mom and like she uh, slaps him or whatever in the parking lot and like Jim's like, did that, do you feel better? And she's like, no, Mm -hmm. you know, no, you were right. I don't feel better. Yeah. You don't feel better. You really don't. And, and it sucks like the whatever's happening to you is happening and that your ex was, is not, you know, an absent, is an absent father to your kids or whatever, but you don't have to, to talk about it like that. You don't have to blast Mm -hmm. them because again, like you said, they're going to end up, you're going to end up looking like the psychotic one in the first place. Yeah. No matter how bad or how true Everything you're saying is about your ex. It's like, geez, like she can't get over this. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and and, and, that, and that's how it is with everything. When people just continually complain, you you do this. We 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 do this as the public. 
as the spectators of your social media. Mm-hmm. You you get a little bit of sympathy and um, relevance initially, but when you keep it up, we're all just like, okay, shut up. We we get it, and we just oh, we, I I get it. It's fucking Monday. You hate your job and you work with a bunch of idiots. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get it. Yeah. We don't have to hear about it every Monday at nine o'clock on how awful your Monday is and how stupid everybody is and whatever your job is that makes your life miserable. We get it. You're 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 just. A complainer mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. and so so we get it's the same person that's always complaining about the service they get at every restaurant. At some point in time, we all look at you and say, "You know what? You're the problem." Yes, you exactly. haven't been to a nice restaurant that you haven't bitched and moaned about in two years. Mm-hmm. You're you're too opinionated. You have too of a high standard for a low standard type of individual, and and so. You, you it ends up working against you and, and the the risk to reward ratio of publicly blasting an X has little to no reward at all. Mm-hmm. The risk you run is you looking psychotic, you looking like a complainer, you looking like you're not over your ex. So the best thing to do is just shut the fuck up and live your current life. And be happy. I yeah. mean, if you're truly happy with with how you're living and everything, you're not going to complain or mm-hmm. or say anything about your ex i mean i know that like you know we we have this podcast we we share you know some stories that we have dealt with about our exes and stuff but i would never i don't think that we've ever really blasted them well and i've I, you know i've the the stories that then this sounds like i'm trying to defend what i've done um but the <laughs> the stories i've shared about my ex are Really for lessons learned. Mm-hmm. I don't say who she is. Mm-hmm. I have never, ever, ever on any social media platform said one negative thing about her at all. Mm-hmm. Never. I, I did to... when I was when I was with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you still <laughs> get, get memories. memories. Yeah. yeah. I, I never I never said anything bad about her. I never said anything bad about her and her relationship with, with our son on, on you know social media. Or any level. And, yeah, and like, I, I, I will never do that. I mean, yeah. I've talked about it on here, uh-huh. but it, it is more of a, a cautionary tale of you know lessons learned from a relationship. It's not to make her look bad. Mm-hmm. It's to highlight all the faults in my last relationship so other people can learn from those. Mm-hmm. And so that's completely different than going on social media and being like, like, you're not going to believe what this bitch did. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, uh-huh. looking, and when I say that, I'm not looking for feedback. I'm not no. looking people to take my side. And that's what those people do when they go mm-hmm. on social media. They're looking for support. They yeah. want everybody to jump on their bandwagon and be like, I don't even know him, but uh, your story is good enough for me. Fuck him. I know. And it's like, I mean, because we've seen people do this that make these people just sound awful. And then lo and behold, for some, however reason, because, you know, seven degrees of separation, we end up seeing this person they've berated, and we're like, were they even telling the truth? He's he's married. He's <laughs> happy. He's got no. a family. She's jealous of something. Yeah. The person that was complaining about him now just looks jealous mm-hmm. and unfulfilled in her current relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, you, you only have the opportunity to look bad mm-hmm. when you complain like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that being said, though, when we look at, at the psychotic ex... It all starts at that breakup. Oh, my god! And so I think that that a lot of this is preventative Mm -hmm. based on how you terminate the relationship. Mm -hmm. It is. Psychotic behavior from an ex is going to spawn when you dump them via text, Mm -hmm. (laughs) ghost them. I know. 
do something where they do not have absolute closure on the relationship. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I think both sexes equally struggle with mm-hmm. on terminating a relationship. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to to break up with someone. I, I don't know. At least like with somebody, as somebody with feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that it's hard. I, I don't, you don't want to... To hurt. Intentionally hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. And mm. and relationships, you know, either they end or you get married, mm. you know. And and so it's like, well, how do you how do you make this as easy as possible? And the truth of all of it is it's not going to be easy mm. at all. And it's going to suck. And it doesn't matter how how nice you try to be or anything like that. Like you're like, you know, pretty much ruining this person's life mm-hmm. in their eyes at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we, we've said it on here before when you're the dumper, you have already had time to process what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You've already kind of grieved and mourned the end of the relationship. Uh, you've already prepared for what the next step is going to be. You've already kind of developed your own closure. But the person that you're dumping, your partner that you're ending the relationship, that you're going to pull the rug out from underneath, has not had the time to process that. So they're getting all of this information in a flood of, of verbiage and emotion, and they're trying to figure out how to deal with it. And that takes time. Yeah, It takes a few days, maybe a week or so, to figure out what happened. They have to be introspective. They have to be retrospective. They have to, they're going to, they want to know exactly what happened. Um, And that's why how you dump them, how you break up with them is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't have to be mean, but you do need to state the facts because what what you don't want to do is you don't want to leave any lingering opportunity for them to be like, Hey, you know, I've been thinking about the breakup a lot. Do you have time to grab a cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Do you, can, can we just talk? Can we see each other one more time? I need you need to wrap that shit up when you do the dumping. Mm-hmm. You need to say exactly why you're in your relationship. And and once again, it it's hard, but you you have to be honest with them. You're going to do them. A lot of people go into breaking up with someone um with this hesitation of, I know this is already going to sting, so I'm going to make it as nice as possible. So I'm not going to attack their character. I'm not going to say anything about their appearance. I'm not going to say anything that, that could make it sting any work. And I'm not saying say those things to be mean. but And you don't have to be mean. You don't have yeah. to be mean. Mm-mm. But you do need to be factual. Mm-hmm. You, you have... The, the person... And psychotic behaviors also uh, can expand based on... Hope that they're going to regain the relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Hope that they're going to return. The hope they need to have is that the hope is going to help them recover from the breakup and find somebody better. Mm-hmm. That's the hope that they should have after the breakup. Not hope that you're going to take them back. And so you need to make sure that you alleviate that possibility in their mind however you need to to make sure that they aren't clinging on to that oh, he'll be back, oh, she'll be back, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, by being completely honest with it. And so that's why you should avoid saying things like, you shouldn't be complimenting them. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's hard to do because you feel like everything's just negative. And it is. It's all negative. And that's how it's supposed to be. It's a breakup. Um, Mm -hmm. But they need to know why. I mean, it's the same thing like 
like if you're in, and I guess I, I get this because of my professional life, but I would never fire someone and be like, look, you've been a great employee. We've loved having you. You have a great attitude. Um, we just don't have room for you anymore. No. What, well, what about like, I mean, if they, if like you're laying them off, they're getting full, that's, that's different. different. Yeah. We don't have it in the budget to keep you anymore. Uh-huh. But people, I mean, people fire people under false pretenses. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. You know you're a bad employee. You mm-hmm. don't show up to work on time. You don't act like you care about your job. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got other people in line that will do a much better job than you. Sorry, this, this is not the place for you. We wish you the best of luck. Goodbye. Your check is coming in the mail. Grab your things. Get the fuck out. That's how it should go. It should mm-hmm. be quick. It should be simple. And it's the same thing with a breakup. Mm-hmm. You should, once again, you don't have to be cold. You don't have to be mean. But you need to be very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever the reason is, if you've fallen in love with somebody else, you need you to tell them. to say that. They need to know that there is no hope that they're going to get you back. And as much as you may think, well, this is going to just crush them, they need to hear it. Mm-hmm. They need to hear it. One of the things that, that I always hated dealing with whenever we worked in, in an emergency department was staff who didn't want to deliver all the bad news at once to a patient for the fear that the patient was going to flip out. Oh, it's better to go there once and say, hey, look, buddy, you're you're – you're completely intoxicated. You're suicidal. Uh, the police are coming over here. You're here for 72 hours. You ain't going home. You're going to have to miss work. We need your insurance. It's better to deliver 10 bad things at once than trickle it in. I know. And so I was always like, just call security, deliver mm-hmm. all the bad news at once, and if they flip out, they flip out. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to flip out at all of that, then they're going to flip out at each of those. Mm-hmm. So we might as well just deal with it all at once. <laughs> and that's yeah. how the breakup needs to I be. Know. I'm going to tell you, look, we're done. We've been together for however long. I found somebody else. We have more in common. I, I feel a better, stronger connection with them. We've been very stagnant. I'm tired of waiting on you to do A, B, C, and D. I'm not meeting you know, your requirements relationship by doing a b c and d this is just better when we part ways you know i wish you the best of luck you don't say i hope we can still be friends you don't say i still care about you you don't say i will always love you you don't say if you need anything let me know you have to completely (laughs) slam the door lock that motherfucker deadbolt it chain it and throw that key down the drain Mm -hmm. you cannot leave any room for that person to eke back in in any way shape or form now how this becomes tricky is if you have children oh together i know i know different set of rules yeah um you still have to apply the same level of closure Mm -hmm. but you will have a connection because of that child i know that's the sucky part yeah with that i i yeah and but like you also with the children thing like like we talked about before with people blasting their exes and, you know, saying how bad of a parent they are and all this, like, you have the decision. You have a choice that <laughs> to press post or whatever about uh-huh. talking shit about them. So that's all on you. Like, you, it isn't on your ex, even if they are psychotic Yeah. about all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, the, the clean breakup stuff, it's so funny because, like, um, when, when I was, when I initially wanted to break up with my ex and this was eight months before I even met Seth and I was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. 
you know, I don't, and, and I fell in the trap of, well, I'll change, I'll change. That's what he said. He said he would change. Yeah. uh yeah. And so like, I was like, okay, (laughs) you know, and it's never going to get better ever. And so it may for a brief period of time. For a little bit. Yeah. A very short period of time. It will get better. two more beers in that fridge. Oh, okay. But here you go. Uh, but that, so I made that mistake of giving it one more chance, of giving it another shot and, and everything. But then once it, once I finally did, well, I'm glad you did. Cause it bought me some time. I, I know. I know. I'm glad too. honestly, <laughs> it all worked out the way it was supposed to, but like once I actually did make the actual break, it was a clean break Mm -hmm. and i did say all of those things i did say like i i have feelings for somebody else and you know i it's just it's just something that i can't ignore and all of this stuff and so it was he knew that there was it was over yeah there there wasn't a chance that i wanted to get back with him Mm -hmm. and i i do think that that is so important to to give somebody false hope like that uh-huh and it's so much more cruel oh my gosh yeah and it's like <clears throat> i know that it, it probably it sounds like gosh i don't i can't be that mean i don't want to be that mean to this person like I, and i really did love them or or whatever how how can i be so cruel mm-hmm. but really <laughs> It's not cruel, and both of you and everybody is going to move on faster than if you say, I care about you, and I still love you, and, you know, we'll always be friends or whatever. Like, just let the person (laughs) move on. Yeah. And and, and I think, uh, like, when we were talking about it, I was like, they are grieving. Mm -hmm. They're grieving a loss, and... Like, even for, like, funerals and stuff, I believe that you need to, you need to have a funeral. You need to have it. Like, for, for the people that have lost their loved one, they need to grieve, to grieve and have that time to, to, like, I don't know, get over it. It gives you the closure. Yeah. and You you need the closure. Yeah. And so... If you are giving somebody hope mm-hmm. that, well, you know, maybe, I mean, they, they said that they still love me and they'll always love me. Right. So maybe there's a chance. Yeah. And there's not a chance. And it, it sucks. It sucks to say it. it sucks being the person saying it. Mm-hmm. But just be realistic. Yeah. And honest with these people. Because you don't want them to become the psycho ex. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where... <clears throat> and and you, you have to alleviate the that argument of... When they ask, well, why? And you start listing off the things. Well, you know, it's because this, this. And they say, well, I'll stop doing that. Well, you need to make sure that they understand. Look, I hope you do. I hope you do stop doing all those things. Mm-hmm. And I hope that your next partner and yourself benefit from the changes you're going to make. But those changes are too late for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm moving on. 
exactly. and they need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt at the end of that breakup that there is no chance in hell that you guys are getting back together. Mm-hmm. That right there, if you ensure that you do all of that, you will stop the majority of any kind of psychotic behavior you can have from a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are psychotic behaviors that come about based on how the relationship ended. Did you sleep with her sister? Gosh. Did you, you know, cheat on him with his best friend? Did, you know, so there are other factors that I don't want to, I'm not justifying the ex's behavior, but it's like, well, <laughs> you kind of see how this <laughs> yeah. can't happen. And this uh-huh. is just the result of how you managed that. Mm-hmm. Um, normal breakups, not based around infidelity, mm-hmm. are. It, but but even, even those that are based around infidelity, if you've cheated, well, you know, I, 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 we've stated on here before, once you cheat, the relationship's over. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't cheat and regret it and try to stay. You shouldn't have a partner that cheats and regrets it and you take him back. Mm-mm. We believe that the relationship is over at that point. Mm-hmm. The relationship will never be what it was at its best. You're not ever going to fully recover. That is a deep, deep wound that may develop at best scar tissue, but mm-hmm. it will never, ever heal completely. No. Um, and it's always going to be an awful point. Mm-hmm. So I, I think with that, even in the case of infidelity, you still owe it to your partner to tell them what you did and why you did it. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And as hurtful as it may be, like... You have to do that. You you have yeah. to own up to that mistake. If you've committed, you know, uh, if you've if you've cheated on your partner, part of the penance you have to pay is owning up to you cheating. Yeah. At the time when you're ending the relationship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they need to know. Mm-hmm. They they need to know. You're you're doing them such a disservice by stringing them along and trying to save their feelings. You've already done something awful. You're already ruining the relationship. You're already terminating the relationship. They're already going to be on their own and single and scared and curious about what lies next and what's this and that. And like we said, you've already got a plan. You know what you're going to do tomorrow because you've already been processing this. They have not. Their world is completely flipped upside down and they don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot to process, but it's still better to process all of that at once than this trickle down effect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if, if you can be, if you can do the clean break, that's great. I mean, one of the things that, that you know you went through, you, you did a clean break, but you still had a shared I know. dog. I know, yeah. And which is similar mm-hmm. to having a child. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it, it is. It, it, yeah, it's not, but it is. And, mm-hmm. and you'd even said like, you wish you would have been like, I'm taking the dog. Yeah. Period. Uh-huh. I mean, it ain't going it, because court. it kind of it went on a little too long, a little bit long, a lot longer than than what i had hoped and and it was like with the with the dog thing it was like he knew that he still had something some kind of a connection to me and that we still had that together Uh you know it was our little dog blade Mm -hmm. like the you know he cared about i cared about and like it's still a lifeline yeah he just he knew that that was the thing that well 
you know, maybe there's still hope. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, and you ended up, I, I don't, I don't think in reality it lasted as long as you make it sound like it did. Because when I look back now, it doesn't seem like it was that long. I don't know. But I remember I like mean, very it was quickly. Like, it was like very probably, quickly. I don't know, maybe like six months at least. That long? I want to say it was. I just don't remember it being that long. But I remember, I remember very, it seems like, and I, mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like very quickly you were like, I'm going to take the dog over to my parents' house and leave and that he can pick him up there. there. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you were like, I don't want to be part of the transit. And that's mm-hmm. what ended it mm-hmm. was he was like, well, if I don't get to see her. Yeah. Then I'm done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Over. Yeah. And, that's, and that's the things you have well, to do. And, and I, Blade was like, kind of like standoffish to him. Like uh-huh. whenever he would come and pick up, pick him up. Yeah. He'd be like, what are you doing Why here? Why are you picking yeah. me up? Uh, well, it's it was, so weird. I mean, it's so funny that like yeah. a dog could pick up on that. Right. You He's know? like, I thought we broke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a new daddy. Yeah. And he's taking care of mommy. She calls him daddy too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I think I think that and once again it's it's not the same as kids, but it's similar. Uh, but but I think the same thing applies with the kids. If there if you have children, if you have a child, you have multiple children, and you have a breakup, it's okay to have a neutral territory where it's like you know I'm gonna take this over to these people. So I'm going to take my children over to this person's house. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with mm-hmm. them. I don't want to see them. Um, and so I think it's okay to set whatever, whatever absence you need to create in those situations to ensure that it abolishes all hope from the ex's perspective. You need to take those steps. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can, if you can't, th- th- sometimes you just have to be truthful and say, Hey, you know, we're going to see each other every Saturday or Friday when I drop the kids off. This is by no means your chance to catch up with me. This is by no means your chance to ask me how my life is going or who I'm seeing or what I'm doing or telling me about your week. We aren't like that anymore. You're the kids' parents. I respect that. You're going to watch the kids this weekend. You're going to take care of them. Have fun. Don't ask them what I'm doing. Don't try to pry information out of them. We need to have a set of rules of this. That There's, is needs to be respected. That, that's psychotic, too. Yeah. That is psychotic You're leveraging behavior. the children oh to get information. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is awful. Yeah. And you see a lot of people do that, mm-hmm. too. Like, well, what's what's mommy doing and, and all this? And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Really? Like, it's, it's none of your business, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, no matter who you are, no matter if they are doing something wrong or not, you're not with them anymore. Well, I, I remember going through one, one of the, the biggest things that really bothered me that what my ex did mm-hmm. was she never wanted to be a part of our family. Seth and I would go camping by ourselves all the time. Mm-hmm. We would play catch by ourselves all the time. We would play video games together. I mean, he and I had our own world. And as soon as she found somebody that she wanted to be be with, she wanted to present to my son like they were a family. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to all go camping together. We're all going to go out here and throw the football. We're and I begged her for 12 fucking years to do this shit with us, and mm-hmm. she refused to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that was a really... I, I and I knew at the time like well this ain't gonna last. She's putting up a show because that's mm-hmm. not who she is. And and I was right. Mm-hmm. None of it lasted. Mm-hmm. She couldn't keep up trying to be mom of the year. It, it was all gonna fizzle out because she was not that at all. Um, but that is a hard pill to swallow. Is is watching 
watching your ex now behave in a manner that I don't know if I'd say would have saved the relationship, but definitely would have made the relationship much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you that have gone through that, it's fake. It is. It's it not is. real. It's not sustainable. Um, they are who they are. And and that's exactly what she did. I'm like, I know she's not going to keep, she's not going to keep taking trips on the weekend. She's not going to keep, you know, pretending to be mom of the year. She's not going to keep wanting to go camp. And she hates that. She's not. And so she was just trying to pretend to be this person that, that I had always asked her to be mm-hmm. to try to get closer to him. And obviously it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, 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 that is a, a tough thing to see. Um, okay. And it wasn't that I was, I never pried him like, I mean, I don't think it was prying. He would come back and I'd be like, did you, I, I would just legitimately ask him like, what'd you do this weekend? Like mm-hmm. just to con- just yeah. converse. Cause I didn't want to, I also didn't want to be like, I don't want to hear what you did mm-hmm. with them. I didn't want to do that either. I know because you want him to be able to, to talk to you yeah. about whatever. So I didn't want to pry. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look like I was desperate to know what they did, yeah. but mm-hmm. I also didn't want to look like I was that bitter that I'm like, I don't ever want to hear about what you do. Mm-hmm. So I would just like, like, hey, how was your weekend? What'd you guys do? And he would tell me and I'm like, what the fuck? That's... <laughs> Why are you? Why is she doing that now? That's oh. not who she is. Okay, you wouldn't say that to him. No, I didn't though. say that to him. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I'd be like, "Wait," I was like, "What? You guys? You guys went camping? She went fishing? Did you guys get like a a camper with an AC and a satellite TV? <laughs> yeah, you were in a fucking glimpsing. tent. You got her to get in a tent? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I was just shocked. Yeah, about it. Yeah. And I'd be like, geez, okay. All right. And, and you know, lo and behold, that lasts, yeah. you know, one season and then it never happens <laughs> right. again. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. But, you know, so, so, so it is that kind of fine line of <clears throat> not wanting to leverage, not wanting to pry, but also wanting to have some kind of open communication mm-hmm. with the child where they don't feel like, well, I can't tell mommy or daddy what I did over the weekend because it's going to hurt their feelings. And mm-hmm. I don't want him to feel like that because it wasn't. His fault. I didn't want him to go over there and be like, I can't have any fun because it's going to hurt my dad's feelings if I have fun. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want him to feel like that. Um, so I was trying to manage that the the, the best I could. Um, but I think that sometimes you have those exes that, that put it into a competition. Oh, gosh, I know. Like, That's oh, we're so going to have true. so much fun this weekend. I'm, I'm going to spend a lot <laughs> yeah. of money and do all this fun shit out of spite. I know. And this is the kids that's like, oh, my gosh, my parents getting divorced is the best thing ever. Yeah, I know. I get, I get, to get go two to Christmases. Yeah, I get to do this. Yeah. I got that. They were fighting over who's going to get me a car. Maybe even four Christmases because, like, they have mommy, daddy, and the ex's parents' house. You mm-hmm. know, like... Or the not the exes, but the new the new, yeah. the new parents. <laughs> yeah, House, everything yeah. quadruples and all yeah. that. Yeah, so. uh-huh. but I I don't know where why we even ended up going I, down I that road. Know. But I think that uh, oh, it was the the, the, the leveraging the the kids and, yeah. and that kind of psychotic behavior when you have the kids. But but I think it's okay to set those boundaries and the rules around you know the change of hands and the custody of if you're going to see the child here and I'm going to see the child there of, of what are those rules when we interact with one another and if your part your ex partner cannot abide by those rules that's when you need to have a mediator and a mediator can be you know a parent a, a close friend a close relative your current partner mm-hmm. if if Ugh, so be know. it I don't know that'd be weird though I think um, that'd be weird I don't know if yeah. I would do that but I, I think that I think guys are pretty good at 
being like all step up and doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, especially and, and if the guys new guy would be, is a more guys would guy. be more neutral with it yeah. than than a woman. I think that if it's a a friend or you know a female friend, it wouldn't be good. Like uh-huh. she'd be like, no, fuck him or whatever. Right. Like yeah. So, but but I think that that the the custody thing aside. If you don't have children, you don't have anything invested in it, it there's no reason this shouldn't be a clean break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so leading up to the breakup, how you handle the breakup, once again, that's a huge key factor. And beyond that, your continued behavior is what's going to predicate that psychotic behavior. Um, and I know that a lot of this, we're kind of putting it on the person that's doing the dumping and not the person that was dumped. We're not telling the psychotic people how to not be psychotic. But I think it's it really is. I think the the majority of how those behaviors come up are the cause and effect of how they the t- relationship was terminated in the beginning. Yeah. And so once you've made that clean break, hopefully you did. If you didn't make a fully clean break, your your actions afterwards that needs your your clean break needs to continue via. All of that as well. So that is, <coughs> excuse me, not posting about them or the breakup in any way, shape, or form on social media. Mm-hmm. Not communicating with anybody in the same circles. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I don't know why, there's a lot of people that have a really hard time understanding that when you break up with somebody, you're breaking up with them and their life and those around their life. You should not maintain co- connection with your ex's family, with your ex's friends, with your ex's coworkers. You should not have any, and once again, this is to alleviate any kind of psychotic behavior. You shouldn't have any relationship with any of those people in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I don't care how close you think you were. I don't care how many holidays you spent with their mom. I fucking hate that. When I see somebody that's like, well... I'm still friends with my ex's mom because we were so close. And I didn't have a mom, and she treated me like I was her own child. Mm-hmm. And that's stronger than my... No, no, no. That's over. Well, that's yeah, over. it's over. And honestly and realistically, that mom does not give a shit about you. They care about their child way, way more, more than you. Yeah. yeah, okay, maybe... They're just being nice. Maybe they you know, were that person for you at that time in your life. And that, that's it. Like, that's what you have to realize is that it was a time of your life that you may not have felt like you had anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, you may not have felt, felt like you had a mom or whatever, or anybody in your life and that they, you know, were the people to pick up those puzzle pieces for you. But now, now that you have ended that relationship or, or even the, you know, vice versa, the other person ended the relationship too, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's not going to work. It's not going to work out. They care about their family, their child way more than you. Uh And you shouldn't try to, to make that work. When you're taking advantage of them being nice yeah and not being like didn't you break up with so-and-so or didn't didn't he or she dump you we're done they're not gonna say that and i think that like people like that i think that they need to ask themselves like how would i feel if my 
son or daughter was yeah. in the same situation, you mm-hmm. know, would would I want them to to still be in the life of that of the ex or or the ex's family? Right. And I'm sure most of the time you're going to be like, yeah, why would why would they be in mm-hmm. their life? That's that's just weird. And once again, it it's doing a disservice to that person because the people that you see that cling on to those connections don't ever fully move on. Mm-mm. They don't ever get in another good yeah, relationship. They don't ever find another spouse. They don't ever start their own other life. They're too tied to the past um, that it prevents them from moving forward the way that they should. It's mm-hmm. doing them a huge disservice. So, but but I think that even even that. You know, cutting off all those relationships is is key. Um, cutting off the communication, avoiding those circles, avoiding the locations. I see this all the time. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Where people are like, you know, you know where your ex is going to hang out. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking go. Mm-hmm. Don't go. And, and people get into this like sense that there's like a pride thing. Well, I, I'm not going to not go to the party just because my ex is going to be there. No, that's the perfect reason to not go. Yeah. You shouldn't go. If you know from somebody's like, oh, hey, yeah, I hope you come to the party, by the way, you know, your ex is going to be there, but, you know, we'll keep them on this side of the room. You say, oh, well, that that's fine. If you want my ex, that's fine. I'm not going to make you pick, but I don't want to be mm-hmm. at the same event as them. So mm-hmm. have fun um, if you have another party, because that's just so weird. I know. It's uncomfortable. I mean, we've done that with other just like people that, <laughs> that people we don't like yeah like, like oh okay. they're gonna be there yeah like, we're good yeah i've had people like I, I assume you're not coming to my party because so-and-so's coming yeah yeah that's why we're you're not right coming. you're right and i'm and not that's i'm okay. not gonna tell you to not invite them that's yeah, up to you i'm not is. telling you to choose but uh-huh. fucking pick a side bitch no i'm just joking <laughs> No. no, but I'm not going to put them in. It's not their fault that no. we had a falling out. Right. So uh-huh. I'm, I, I, there's 100% no hard feelings from my side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how it applies to that. Yeah. It's oh, the for same sure. thing. Like, those, those people that choose to stay neutral, you do need to understand the consequence of that is you're not going to have everybody that you like in the same room even mm-hmm. because some of those people don't like each other. I know. Um, and that's how it goes with this. I mean, like, I mean, if you're one of those towns or those areas where, you know, everybody goes to X place on Fridays and you know that don't go. I'm sorry, that's over. Stay away from there. And and women, once again, are notorious for wanting to show that they've quote unquote moved on so bad to their ex that you end up just looking desperate. Oh gosh, I know. Dragging right. your new boyfriend to the club or the the bar or the hangout mm. or the game or whatever it was that your ex goes to just to show off. I know. Oh, I can't stand it that. It looks pathetic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody thinks you've moved on. No. Everybody just assumes you're there to try to make the other person jealous. Uh-huh. Show and off Because or you really still want to be with them or uh-huh. you wouldn't be going to that effort in the first place. I know. So you just should avoid those situations completely. I know. I know. You know, I, I think about that too because like, I know that whenever, whenever we first got together, it was, I felt that it was, I loved being in a way and like in Aurora where you lived and I I wasn't, I was in the nice part of Aurora, by the way, (laughs) not the ghetto ass shitty part of Aurora. We were in an unincorporated Aurora. (laughs) I liked being down there. 
because I just knew that I wouldn't see anybody that I knew ever. And, and it was, it was nice just to like, I don't know, get away and. You weren't paranoid you'd run into anybody. Yeah, I don't, I didn't like that. And, you know, every, every now and then I felt like, I don't know if I felt paranoid that I would like run into his mom or run into him, you know, but I didn't want that. And you shouldn't want that. Uh-huh. I don't think. I think that's weird if you do want that. And, I mean, could you imagine if I was like, after losing all of my weight and everything that I did, and like, and I was like, oh, look at me, you know? Like, yeah. oh. Oh, we're I'm... going to homecoming this year together. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? You know like, want... <laughs> oh, for sure I need to show myself off. Yeah. Like, my reunion's what? this year, and my ex is going to be there, and yeah. I look great, and you're going with me. Yeah, what the fuck for? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, can't you just be happy for yourself and the life that you live now to just move on? But, but the women that go above and beyond to show everybody how great they're doing are the same ones that will be like, I did this for just me and me alone. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, you didn't, bitch. Yeah. You did it to get fucking attention. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's just. But whatever your motivation is to get your fat ass in shape, have at it. <laughs> so. Even if it is your ex. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and then, you know, I, I think that even people, even women would be like, they would do those things and they would go through great lengths to show their ex how, how what great they, yeah, on. how great they, their life <laughs> has turned out and all this. And really, like, they're psychotic. They are, like, why why do you have to do that? Uh I just, I don't understand it at all. The the, the best is when you see see an ex go through this transformation where they think they've got their life better. They've lost weight. They look better. They're really proud of what they're doing. And then in the midst of all of this, of them trying (laughs) to flip this, this big old proverbial bird at their ex and flip them off. The ex, meanwhile, finds happiness and finds a partner that still looks better than she does. I know. And it's like, we well, did all that for nothing because you're mm-hmm. still trash. And he married someone that's 10, 15 years younger than you. And she's way better looking and mm-hmm. more attractive and better personality. And you're still coming up short. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. When, if you truly did just focus on yourself, none of that would even be in your peripheral vision at all. It wouldn't matter. You would just be happy with what you're doing. It would not matter. And that's the thing. Well, and that's like... why I say it. it tells me you're not over it. You're just not over it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but but I th- I think at the end of all of that, it really is, you know, to, I, I think the psychotic behavior, it, yeah, are you going to have people that even if you do all those things correctly, you, you do full closure, you do absolute closure, you do, there's no room for hope. You're not dragging them along. You're not maintaining relationships. You're not, you know, floating around the same circle. You do a clean break. Are you still going to have people that just are nuts? Yes. Mm-hmm. There is. But I think it will reduce if you handle things correctly. Mm-hmm. People are really bad about doing a true clean break. I know. They want to worry about being nice to all the reasons we said, which are good reasons. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you're, you're like we said, you're doing a disservice to that person you're breaking up with, mm-hmm. which is going to make their life harder. In turn, it's going to make your life harder. It's going to create confusion and, and behaviors that are unwanted. Um, so it's best to just be honest, truthful, rip the fucking bandaid off 
and move on and stay to that ground. Even if you do all that and they reach out to you a week later and say, hey, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Let's meet up. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. I'm no. sorry. I, I can't. You know, Absolutely. We're, we're done. And if you, I mean, you changed your phone number. Mm-hmm. You blocked people. Mm-hmm. You, you did, and I didn't tell you to do any of that. Mm-hmm. You just realized, I don't want to deal with this. I'm focused on where I'm going, mm-hmm. not where I've been. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I have to completely remove my accessibility to these people in every way, shape, or form. To him, his family, his friends, everything. We've got we've to cut them off. And that's what you have to do. Yeah. And when you do that, they can be psychotic as they want. Guess what? Guess who's not going to have to deal with it? <laughs> you. Exactly. So, I know. I, I do think a lot of the onus, and that wasn't the intent of the episode, Mm-mm. but I think a lot of the onus of of the behavior is the person that does the dumping. Mm-hmm. It really is. I know. And it's so funny because it's like, because you would think that the episode probably, I mean, I don't know exactly what we're going to name the episode yet, but like... Hearing about psycho exes and stuff, you would think that we would probably be bashing the exes, the exes. But really, it's like it, it's all how you manage the whole situation. Yeah, and it's not, and and it really does fall on the dumper uh-huh. and how the dumper manages the whole situation. And if you. I know that there is going to be situations where you do everything by the book and the right way and how we are saying you should do it. And that there's going to be some people that are, that still cling and hang on and all that. But I really don't think that if you, if you do the clean break, I I think that a lot of that is going to be avoided. Yep. I do too. You're not gonna. You're not gonna deal with all of that. Uh-huh. And if you are, if you're, if you do find yourself in that situation where you're like, where you you have the psycho ex and and you they just can't get over you or whatever. I my advice is, just it'll fizzle out. Yeah, it's going to fizzle. No matter what, I mean, even with like how I said in my previous relationship, how his family was psychotic or whatever, mm-hmm. like it fizzled out. It ended. I mean, it 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 can only last so yeah, long. It, and so it wasn't. Nobody can keep that up. Long yeah, term. it's not going to be <clears throat> very long as long as you don't keep engaging. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As long as they aren't getting a reaction, mm-hmm. it stops. Yeah. I mean, it, it just stops. And that's just how it works. It's the same thing with bullying. It's the same thing with trying to get a rise of anybody. Once they don't get the rise of the reaction they're looking for, it stops because they're not getting it's not it has to be reciprocated for them to continue mm-hmm. and if there's nobody there if they're literally doing this to a brick wall because you are completely inaccessible it stops and you don't see it you don't deal with it and they are actually forced to move on at that point mm-hmm. exactly yeah so i know i know yeah, yeah i mean i i don't i think it's funny because it, it was like i don't think that it was the episode that I initially thought it would be. Yeah, me neither. But I think that it's. I think that it was needed. I think it's definitely needed for 
for people to to kind of know what to do to when you are in that situation. Yeah. And it happens a lot. <laughs> yep. And just kind of know what to do, what what is right and wrong to do in a breakup. Yeah, for sure. And to to prevent that psychotic behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have anything else to no. add. Do you? If you've been watching and you've seen it get gradually darker. Darker. <laughs> it's because we had the window shade open yeah. when we started. And now it's like 730 and it's dark now. So. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, yeah. we So next week we'll figure out. Some kind of other halloween (laughs) another halloween episode but um thank you all of course so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week thanks